MSW Media. News with swearing. Daily beans, daily beans. Daily beans, daily beans. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Friday, October 4th, 2019. Today, Volcker testifies to Congress behind closed doors. Trump publicly asks China to investigate Joe Biden. The White House apparently has no plan for impeachment. Australia pushes back on Lindsey Graham. And Pence is now fully involved. I'm your host, AG, and with me today is Jordan Coburn. Hello. How are you feeling? I'm feeling better. Good. You sound better. Yeah. I know um, I know you and I both have a lot of probably we'll have a lot of cough edits today, but um I'm glad that you're feeling better. Yeah, I got like the straight up cold flu thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I didn't see the light of day for like 48 hours. <laughs> no, me neither. I've been I, sort of sick hiding in my room like mm, yeah. with the curtains drawn and you know, just watching friends or whatever. Yeah, I stepped outside today and I was like, "Ah, oh, this oh. place is lovely." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a really nice uh it's been a really nice week here in San Diego. Mm-hmm. 70, sunny, fantastic. Fall is finally here. We'll have that we'll have that last heat wave. Uh, that we always get in October, but I'm I'm happy that the weather's cooling down a little bit. Me too. It is lovely outside. And the politics are heating up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Good segue. <laughs> Let's get to those politics with Hot Notes. Hot Notes. All right, on Capitol Hill today, Volcker, Kurt Volcker is testifying behind closed doors to three separate committees. Uh, last I checked, he was still in there. It's been like eight hours. Uh, he's the special envoy to Ukraine who replaced Yovanovitch earlier this year uh, as the Trump administration moved forward with its plan to defund military aid to Ukraine in exchange for the favor of investigating Joe Biden. Wall Street Journal, uh, and I'm just plugging this in right now because I just saw the story, uh, just came out and said that uh, Giuliani uh, was one of the main reasons they got rid of Yovanovitch. Yiv- um, he was like, I got this, guys. Yeah, he was Let complaining. I got my fake White House logos. <laughs> I demand it from here. Got my folders, got my calligrapher uh-huh. to send everything over to the White House. That envelope of crazy papers that they sent to the IG at the State Department was from Rudy. Mm-hmm. And it was all his, it was basically, he, they printed out part of the internet. Uh, just conspiracy theories and, and some memos about meetings that he had and sent them in, in Donald Trump hotel folders in a in an envelope of part like a parchment envelope with calligraphy on the front that said the state department or, yeah. or mike pompeo michael pompeo department of state and then up in the left hand corner it just said the white house and it's just Ugh. really funny this guy is so desperate to be in the executive branch ever since he like ran for the presidency when was that 2008 it was the year obama was elected yeah right that's when he was like uh when was he like a super prominent candidate um was that I mean, he's ran multiple times. Yeah, it was he. He became America's mayor after nine eleven, and was pretty well liked on both sides. Yeah, uh, for a, almost a decade there, mm-hmm. and then just went off the rails. Totally somewhere. But yeah, this is definitely just uh, his retaliation, I guess, for going nowhere in that election. Yeah, it's like you'll all pay, <laughs> you'll see. <laughs> Mark my words. I'll make it in there somehow. Yeah, so that was that was Volcker. He testified today, and Republicans are claiming that Volcker's testimony hasn't moved impeachment in any way. Uh, Adam Schiff says he won't comment until after the hearings are over, but did comment on the president's call for foreign assistance to help investigate a political rival as repugnant, and that was probably in response to what happened with his press conference, or when you know how he talks—not really a press conference, but he talks outside of the <laughs> helicopter, so he has to yell. Always on grass. 
Yeah. <clears throat> and I think that that, you know, that I think that's what Adam Schiff was responding to. But no other details are really being discussed about his testimony. I don't know if we'll get a copy of the transcript or whether any members will talk about what went on. But if there is any evidence that goes toward impeachment, I'm assume we'll be made aware of it. But we we did learn a little later in the day that Volcker had said Giuliani was warned by him that Biden, the claims about Biden were false, false. Yeah, they weren't true at all. Uh, and which it, just attracted him even more. Yeah, like a probably, to the right. Yeah. But yeah, we will definitely keep you posted as we hear more um, updates on on the Volcker testimony. Uh, and from political today, Australia's ambassador, Joe Hockey, uh, has confirmed with Senator Lindsey Graham, wrote him a letter saying that their government is assisting Bill Barr with uh, his investigation into the interference of the 2016 election, but then disputed Graham's reference that Alexander Downer was directed to contact Papadopoulos and relay his assertion of getting Hillary's emails to the FBI. So that's the conspiracy here, is that the FBI or someone directed Downer, Downer to, to seek out yeah. Papadop and f- get that information, get him, I guess, greased up with a couple of drinks and, and get him to mm-hmm. spill it so then, then he could then, like, it, that's the conspiracy, that's the deep state. And <clears throat> Joe Hockey is, you know, the ambassador of Australia, is like, no, that's that's not what happened. Because as we know from past public reporting, Downer spoke to Papadopoulos in that London pub who said he had received, quote, indications from the Russian government that it could assist the Trump campaign through the anonymous release of information damaging to Clinton, uh, unquote. And then two months later, there were public reports of the issue came out in the media. And that's what prompted Australia to contact our FBI, who then opened the investigation into Trump Russia on July 31st, like within a day or two, I Mm -hmm. think, uh, is when they opened that up. So that is the, the ambassador. Australian ambassador writing to Rudy saying, we're helping you out with this investigation, but your characterization of Downer is incorrect. He was mm-hmm. not directed um, to do this. Right. And and they're not. It's almost misleading to call this an investigation into the interference that happened in 2016, because it's not an investigation into the actual interference that happened. It's them trying to prove deep state conspiracies. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the interference has happened. Right. All, all well documented in the Mueller report. Yep. Uh, in, in the indictment from our own Department of Justice. Right. It's all there. Yeah. And on principle, I couldn't hold it against Barr if he was like, there seems to be some leads that maybe other countries were involved with this and it wasn't predominantly happening, you know, in Russia. And sure, go ahead. Yeah, please. The more information, the better. But the first thing you go to is to try to disprove, you know, the longstanding <clears throat> accepted intelligence that our people already, you know, determined. So it's like you're not even trying to find new facts no. that would help at all keep us safer in the next election. Yeah, no, and Rosenstein even tweeted that fucking guy. He was like, he was like, there's no refuting Russia interfered in our elections. See indictments, see this, see that, uh, our intelligence communities. And yeah, Barr's just out, you know, wandering the globe trying to find people that, you know, or try to discredit somehow mm-hmm. that it was Russia that hacked. And they've been trying to do this from the very beginning with the Seth Rich stuff. Um, just the trying to spread the conspiracy theory that the Democrats are the ones who leaked the information to Russia and that Dems were in cahoots with Russia to to fix the election. What a good job they did. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's Seriously. totally what happened. The Dems leaked their own shit to Russia to give to WikiLeaks to get to put out. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Fucking stupids. <laughs> stupids. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> it's a good title. 
And, of course, Mike Pence has been dragged into the Ukraine whistleblower scandal. According to the Washington Post, Trump repeatedly involved Pence in efforts to pressure Zelensky. There are some things we knew about already. For example, we knew that Trump instructed Pence not to attend Zelensky's inauguration in May and instead sent Rick Perry and a contingent of other Dancing with the Stars celebrities, I suppose. Uh, (laughs) In lime green frilly suits. I just imagine Rick Perry like doing that skip you know, with his hat and his candy striper vest, like up to the Ukraine uh, president during his inauguration. Oh, God. Hey, it's me. They sent me. <laughs> and so that was back in May. And then months later, Trump had Pence tell Zelensky that the United States was going to be withholding aid while simultaneously demanding investigations into corruption, which I'm sure the Ukrainians took to mean the Bidens. But most consequential is that even though Pence's office has said they were not aware of Trump pressuring Ukraine in that matter, basically their story was going to be um, Pence was a stooge. You know, Trump just said to go tell Zelensky that, you know, we're going to withhold this aid if you don't battle corruption. Uh, And so Pence is saying, oh, I thought we were just talking about generalized corruption here and not investigating the Bidens. Uh, I think that's his story. Even still. But Trump had that phone call before he went. Mm -hmm. And so it turns out one of Pence's top advisors was on the call. Hmm. Uh, And and that's July 25th. And the vice president should have had access to that transcript within hours. Um, And and Pence officials insist that Pence likely didn't have the information about the Trump-Zelensky call when he traveled to Warsaw to meet with Zelensky. And they got to fire that aide. That was September 1st. So the call was January 25th. So he got it within that month, right? Mm -hmm. He had to have been. uh, But other White House officials are saying, you know, bullshit. Pence would have received the notes Mm -hmm. probably the next day, July 26th. It would have likely been part of briefing materials to prepare for the September 1st Warsaw meeting. And according to the Post, uh, it's unclear whether Pence failed to read the memo of the call or if he read it and found it unremarkable. Um, But in the meeting with Zelensky, Pence told him that hundreds of millions of dollars in aid was not going to be released amid concerns that they were lagging on combating corruption. And he told them Trump was frustrated that he thought the uh, European Union was not pitching in enough. Um, A participant in the meeting described Zelensky as crestfallen by the news. So it sounds like Pence is trying to say, like I said, he didn't know about the pressure part um, and attempting to distance himself from the president by saying he was out of the loop. That's what I think he's doing. Mm hmm. Like, no, I, I didn't know about the Biden stuff. Right. I'm I'm just Mike Pence. Right. This is this so uh <clears throat> this is like the tactic that they've been trying to do all along with him, I imagine, right? Going all the way back to the Flynn stuff, just claiming that Pence is ignorant. And I think now finally they've f- publicly failed in that endeavor. And it's clear that he had ample time and ample resources to know exactly what was happening before he went into that. And either way, at the range of this is either a huge failure of the job of his aides and everyone that's supposed to inform him or Pence himself for not reading mm. like he should before he goes in, like he said, with the, with that sort of uh, for that sort of meaning. It's either that or he knowingly was helping the president abuse his office and his power. Yeah. And some people are saying that this could be a problem for Democrats, because if 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 he did that, that's impeachable as well. And so, <clears throat> you know, as much as we, none of us want a President Pence, everyone's like, get rid of even Pence. Even if he just, if he said that, like delivered that message even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he is then culpable. Mm-hmm. And then, 
you know, nobody wants President Pence. I get that. Um, because if they both go, Pelosi is up. But Pelosi's focus on just the Ukraine stuff and the focus on Trump, when you try to scoop Pence into it, it could dilute it. Right. Uh, and that could be maybe the game plan. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it, it might be harder. <laughs> it might be harder to impeach them both. Like the Republicans were like, OK, Pence, as you are our sitting pawn in this scenario, <laughs> it'll be better for us, actually, if you did know about everything. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm for getting rid of both of them if you can do it. Yeah. Uh, because otherwise, if you leave Pence in there, Pence is just going to pardon Trump. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, so, I, I mean, it, it kind of throws a, a... I can't imagine that Pelosi would be surprised by this, though, and maybe didn't already have a plan of attack for this. Mm-hmm. At least I would hope not. Because to say that Pence knew nothing about it, uh, and the fact that we're now finding out that one of Pence's aides was on the call probably means that they knew that already. Yeah. And even if Pence, you know, like he's saying, <clears throat> didn't know about the specifics that relate to investigating the Biden specifically, to have the, the the I guess, understanding be you have to investigate corruption in your country in general, otherwise we're going to withhold aid, that's still something that he admittedly delivered as a message, right? Yeah. Is that okay to yeah, say? Yeah, I think that that is okay because that's, that's kind of what that the that's Democrats... Okay too. That's kind of what the Democrats did with the old crappy investigator. Uh, uh, I mean, they got the IMF and the EU on their side too when they ousted that guy. Yeah. Um, saying, you know, we're going to withhold aid if you don't kick out this guy or fight yeah. corruption. So you can do that. What you can't do is get, is get poli- like, for your own political ends. Get, yeah. Get dirt on your a political opponent. That makes sense. It does, <clears throat> it is a bit confusing to me, though, because corruption is so general. It seems like you would have zero grounds to actually withhold any aid just on the general grounds of investigating, yeah, corruption in general. Like, I would think you would have to say something specific. Even in those other cases, like, Human rights violations, for example, you know, when people withhold aid, it's like you need to investigate these accusations of human rights violations in these specific instances. It seems like it would just be more defined. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And and who knows? Maybe this was Trump's plan all along to to send him to do this, but keep give him plausible deniability by not Mm -hmm. telling him it's in exchange for dirt on Biden. So that way we can leave Pence in the White House so he can get his pardon when he's impeached. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But still wanted to deliver the message with like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You know what I'm talking about, kind of thing. Right. In conjunction with this phone call that they had. Yeah, it's not just coming from me, right? Yeah. But the reality is that Pence already knew, probably. Oh, for sure. He yeah. had to have known, or he just completely kn- failed as fuck. Yeah, uh, they are totally incompetent. And mm-hmm. I mean, if you're gonna go to Warsaw to meet with Zelensky, you're gonna want to get that briefing packet, and that call would be in there, especially if one of your top aides was on that call. Yeah. Uh, it just makes sense that right. I mean, if that if the top eight, unless the top aide was like, I better not tell Pence about this to ensure that he's insulated from this kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. if Pence and knows, it wasn't even in that briefing in the first place. Because if Pence knows, once you know, you know. Yeah, and then you're culpable. Yeah, but obviously <laughs> Pence has have he has to have been culpable in all of these things that Trump has been doing. It's just hard to prove it until now. <laughs> I agree. Um, all right, hey. Cool surprise. We're going to do a little schadenfreude in the A block today. Schadenfreude. Okay. I don't know how I feel about this, but today Nickelback trolled Trump. <laughs> um, from BuzzFeed News, quote, here's a real sentence. 
I can't quite believe I'm typing. A video shared by Trump in connection with Ukraine impeachment inquiry against him was taken down Thursday by Twitter following a copyright claim by the music label of Canadian rock band Nickelback. (laughs) (laughs) The, uh, The video featured their song Photograph, right? But in Trump's tweet, the photograph... Uh, was shopped. So the lead singer was holding up a photo, an old photo of Biden on a golf course with his son Hunter and Hunter's associate, Devin Archer, who I think is a Ukraine gas executive who sat with him on the board of that company. Uh, (laughs) I can't believe they did this. The tweet was retweeted about 100,000 times before Twitter blocked it. So now it's just Trump saying, I have a photograph in all caps. <laughs> and it, and it just said, there's a, just a picture that says, this media has been disabled in response to report by the copyright owner. It's funny. <laughs> I have a photograph. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. That is very funny. Warner Music Group has no comment. Mm. Uh, and interestingly, I didn't know this, the same thing happened to Trump when he tweeted a campaign video with music from The Dark Knight Rises. Huh. Warner also owns that. And, all right. And, and they were like, no, you can't. You can't yeah. use you can't use that music. Typically I would say that those people suck whose sole job it is to go around and see who's playing music where they didn't pay for the licensing on it. That's literally their whole job. Uh, but in this case, big fan. Extra fun. Yeah. Extra Schadenfreude. Have you seen a there's a nickelback thing where it's like <laughs> it cuts to just graph instead of photograph and then it's a picture of them holding up a graph. It's like a like a stock. <laughs> like graph something. It's like look at this graph. <laughs> it's just really stupid. Like and funny. PowerPoint or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that now yeah. I wish I had done that when I was working in corporate America. Yeah, but they let that one go because I guess it's different <laughs> enough and also not contributing to uh, major conspiracy theories. It's par- it's par- <laughs> it's parody, right? I think with parody mm-hmm. you can get away with it. Yeah, that's true. All right, we'll be uh, we'll be right back in just a minute. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey everybody, this episode of the Daily Beans is brought to you by the amazing folks at privacy.com. Privacy.com lets you buy things online, shop online, but instead of using your real card numbers, you use encrypted virtual card numbers. And that way you're protected, and so is your identity and your bank information. It's all protected on the internet. So every time we shop online, we're basically exposing our personal information to merchants uh, and data partners. And that often happens without our permission because, you know, they'll bury it like in the fine print or something in the terms of service that you'll never, that, you know, you're never going to read. And if you're shopping on an open Wi-Fi network, it's double whammy because your banking and credit card information is at risk from hackers. But privacy.com is a free tool that helps us manage our finances with without sharing our actual banking info online. And so basically how it works is privacy.com encrypts your info using virtual card numbers. So your real card number and your banking information is protected. So if something does happen, if somebody does get one of those numbers, if they hack you, it's not your actual card. So and this is what sold me because if I know it's happened to you somebody fraudulently uses your card and then you have to go and change it everywhere and and that is super convenient to not have to do that especially if something gets compromised so it's convenient and it's secure but it's not just about keeping your info hidden they also have other tools like setting spending limits for yourself with certain merchants uh, which is really great for me because I know that I, I I do a lot of Postmates so it's nice for me to have those limits and unlike credit cards privacy.com doesn't sell your data to huge vendors and we're very familiar with that information uh, and how that can be used against us so I think that that's absolutely wonderful uh, so head to privacy.com slash daily beans. That's D-A-I-L-Y-B-E-A-N-S to sign up and start shopping. And as a special treat for our listeners, new customers will automatically get $5 to spend wherever you want on your first purchase. That's free money to use on for any online purchase. So go to privacy.com slash daily beans and sign up now. You'll be glad you did. 
Oh my gosh, we just got breaking news because we were just talking about Rick Perry. Apparently, what what what's Politico reporting? Yeah, Jordan? Politico's reporting that Rick Perry is going to resign effective <laughs> next month, November. I just, he's skipping out of the White House for me <laughs> in, in that outfit. That's yeah. how I see it happening. Uh huh. Yeah, he's going to be replaced by his deputy temporarily, and apparently, uh, they are saying it is unrelated to all of the Ukraine scandal. Oh but, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Only. Purely coincidental and unable to provide any other reason, but not about Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's he's he's going to go forward with his new illustrious dancing career. Yeah, and wants to spend more time with his tap shoes. It's a better life. <laughs> it really is. Anything For would be. Like him, anything yeah. would be. Just dance. And I think his deputy's name is Dan Brulette. I think that's mm-hmm. who's going to be the acting now. He gets another acting mm-hmm. um, secretary. Of energy, right? He's the energy secretary. So, regrettably, yes. That'll be uh, November. Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Skip, Everybody. Skip away. This makes me curious now to see how many other people that, first off, whose names might come up as having any sort of tentacles in this mess, and if they're all just going to start dropping like flies. Yeah. I mean, that's a testament to how serious <clears throat> this is. Yeah, I mean, I expected Volcker. I didn't expect Rick Perry. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, all the, the only part Rick Perry has in this is that when uh, Trump withheld Pence from going to the inaugural, that he sent Rick Perry instead. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if Rick Perry met with or gave the pressure message. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's, you know, uh, he. I guess, I mean, they say it's not because of Ukraine, but if it was, it must have been enough to to want to bow out yeah i mean the timing is like impossible to deny and overlook mm-hmm. yeah well bye bitch i'm sorry i hate that guy <laughs> <laughs> and of course uh the big news today or that's one of the big news is uh trump publicly called for china to investigate the bidens while fielding questions about ukraine on thursday this reminded me of trump's call for russia like russia if you're listening i hope you can find the thirty thousand emails that are missing uh but that he claimed he was joking about Right. He's Mm -hmm. like, that was a joke. Right. You don't understand jokes. (laughs) And then, of course, he tried to cover up the Ukraine call uh, for an investigation into Biden. So Mm -hmm. step one, he he did it. He called for another country to interfere in the elections and he said it was a joke. Step two, he called for Ukraine to interfere in our elections and he tried to cover it up by putting those memos, uh, the memo of that meeting or that the transcript of that phone call, quote unquote, transcript into that code word classified system that only a handful of people have access to. Because that was a bad joke. That's what all comics do. They try to bury their, their bad jokes. <laughs> we just bury them. Uh-huh. But now he's just flat out asking that China launch an investigation into Hunter Biden's work in China. And by the way, likewise, uh, China should start an investigation into the Bidens because what happened in China, this is, I'm, uh, this is Trump. And by the way, likewise, I should do my voice so that you, you can understand who, who's, who's talking. Is it me or is it Trump? China should start an investigation into the Bidens because what happened in China is just about as bad as what happened with Ukraine. And he also added some cryptic new conspiracy theory. See if you can make sense of this. I can't figure out where it's going. But he said, President Xi does not like being under that kind of scrutiny where billions of dollars is taken out of his country by a guy that just got kicked out of the Navy. He got kicked out of the Navy. All of a sudden, he's getting billions of dollars. You know what they call that? They call that a payoff. You'll find there's more countries the Bidens have scammed. China, Ukraine, and most importantly, the United States. The fuck? What is that even? I have no idea. He kicked out of the Navy, billions of dollars from China, payoff. Hunter? Yeah. Hunter, he's saying, was kicked out of the Navy and then billions of dollars. Yeah. I don't even know what the hell he's talking about. Yeah. And, I mean, of course, 
the elephant in the room here is why <laughs> would you do this right now? Y- y- right now. Right now? Mm-hmm. And the only answer is because he's just going to double down and kick and scream until he is forcibly removed from office. I think another thing uh, that's kind of fared well for him, actually, is that when he does these crimes in public, right? Uh, people people can argue, you don't do corrupt crimes in public. You yeah. do them behind closed doors. Yeah, definitely. Um, which is the old, you know, you can't rob a bank yeah. in broad daylight argument. Yeah. Yeah, the old Lester Holt interview moment. It's it. That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, I just find that, that that's very interesting. I think that that might be the strategy here. Yeah, no, I think you're talking uh, about And it. especially if Nancy if Pelosi is supposed to be laser focused on Ukraine and he's just throwing other things in there to muddy it up, Pence and China and all that. I think I think that might be part of the strategy. Yeah, I think so. That makes a lot of sense to me. Have you ever been at a show when a heckler has had to be forcefully removed? Yes. And they're just literally kicking and screaming? <laughs> that is how this is. Held by held from behind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw some chick get thrown out the other day after completely just like rushing the stage and grabbing the microphone and like essentially assaulting the comic who was on stage. And she had to get taken out, and she went uh, She went stiff-armed. So everyone was trying to, like, pick her up. <laughs> and she was just, like, flopping all around and just screaming. It Sounds was crazy. like she's taken some, like, protest classes or Oh, something. yeah, 100%. What was... happens if they try to drag you out of a sit-in? Yeah, just lock your arms. So she's literally... <laughs> she somehow went limp and stiff at the same time. I don't know how. Stiff <laughs> it's... Yeah, it's crazy. But this is, uh, that's, like... Basically, that's what Trump is doing right now, it seems. Yeah. On top of, like you said, with the with the double benefit of maybe this will work. Yeah. Maybe people will hear this shit and not think anything of it and just jump on my train. <laughs> jump on my train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's absolutely uh, unbelievable. And that's, I think, what Adam Schiff was saying when, when they were trying to get a comment out of him when he was taking a break from the Volcker um, questioning. When he's just like, this is just absolutely repugnant. I can't believe that this is even happening. Uh, and of course, Trump has not one shred of evidence of any of this. Uh, they're all ad hominem attacks. Oddly, Trump has leverage over China. Not that in the, they're a small country relying on us for protection like Ukraine, but because of the trade war he launched. So China could logically assume that any further escalations in the trade war could be tied to whether or not they investigate Joe Biden or Hunter Biden. Oh, God. And Trump wielded that power. By saying uh, just about 30 seconds before he asked them to investigate the Bidens, Trump said, I have a lot of options with China, but they don't if they don't do what we want, we have tremendous power. I didn't even think about that. The fact that all of this whole trade war could have just in part been a strategy to then use it Mm -hmm. against them Mm -hmm. to investigate his political opponents. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he said that He, he wielded the power. And then 30 seconds later said, China, you should look into the Bidens by saying, you know, we have a lot of options. If they don't do what we want, we have tremendous power. So I, I, wow. I, I, that seems pretty easy to read to me. Yes. Um, but, you know, of course, he'll he'll squiggle his way out of it or just say, it's not, there's nothing corrupt. I did it in public. Oh, my God. Yeah, but even setting the potential threat of escalating a trade war aside, if you set that aside, you still have a U.S. president publicly pushing a foreign country to assist him in, a, in his personal political goals. Um. So, you know, I don't, it's just nuts. It it was really just a matter of time before China got involved. And then if we think about uh, some other places where we've got trade wars going on and and tariffs and stuff like that, I think maybe he's asking, because we know Barr reached out to um, uh, the UK, British intelligence to help them discredit 
our intelligence community's uh-huh. assessment that Russia indeed hacked our elections. He reached out to them. I wouldn't be surprised if Mexico is involved. Um, so th- there's probably all sorts of, of things out there we haven't even heard yet. And he might just start throwing them out there to sort of take the focus off Ukraine, um, which mm-hmm. is what Pelosi's plan is for impeachment. Yeah, but if you take the focus off Ukraine and you're still tooting the same Biden horn, that doesn't really do anything for you. Toot your Biden horn. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> He's a close tooter. <laughs> I just keep thinking about the Saturday Night Live, Woody Harrelson, Joe Biden. So funny. So good. Yeah. Um, you know, close soccers have a tough life, you know? They do. They do. And it gets a lot tougher when you start touching people real weird. And <laughs> smelling their hair and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It gets weird. Uh, we also have breaking news in the IRS whistleblower uh, story. They have filed a complaint uh, reporting. This whistleblower reports he was told at least one treasury, treasury, treasury Department political appointee improperly interfered with the annual audit of the president or vice president's tax returns. Uh, we had heard about this a while back when multiple documents were released uh, in, a, in court and uh, I think it was like uh, attachment QQ where it was a letter from QQ. It was a letter from uh, Dem congressional members to the Treasury and the IRS saying, you know, hey, we, we've got this uh, information that there is problems with the audit program that somebody may have interfered in that. And now the, the, the complaint says it's actually a political appointee in, in the Treasury Department. I'm thinking Steve. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but the presidential audit program is at the center of the House Ways and Means Committee's request for Trump's tax returns. Remember that? They requested Thank them a while ago. That, yeah. And under an old law, um, the IRS has to furnish them. They shall furnish them if the committee asks. Uh, and the reasoning behind that, not that the House Ways and Means Committee needs a reason under this law. You need no reason. It can actually seem as political AF, and it, you'd have to have no reason. But their reasoning is, we need to assess the viability of the, the presidential tax audit program because we are hearing that it's been compromised. And so that is the reason. And so I don't see, especially with this whistleblower complaint to support this, I don't see how the courts can possibly uh, rule in favor of Trump or the Treasury on this. Mm. Um, Because the audit program is supposed to be walled off from political appointees and interference. Um, and, uh, And something else we learned, that the whistleblower is a career IRS official. So there's that. So now we have that whistleblower complaint. It's just all coming out. Yeah. It's just going to make it really hard to focus on that Ukraine stuff by itself. But that's that's the plan. Yeah. I've been like experiencing a weird amount of sort of patriotism over the last couple of weeks with all this whistleblower stuff because it's truly such a it's like a very foundational element of our democracy specifically in America is protecting whistleblowers. I was listening to NPR today and someone was talking about how that very fact, I'm basically just plagiarizing their words, that this is something that our country has made. They were talking about instances of this happening super, super far back, back when we were still, you know, just colonies and everything. And there was like, there was a general who was torturing people of the British army and there were whistleblowers within that and they had all these processes to, that they created to protect those whistleblowers because that was like really important to America at that time and it just got me thinking about how fundamental really strong principles truly are to America and how we fucked up along the way for sure but that at the at its core there are a lot of really good 
things and really good philosophies embedded in our constitution and embedded in the founding of the country that we have to peel away all of these fucked up layers that honestly criminals have managed to build up around what was meant to be foundationally like a very very fair and equitable transparent nation. transparent mm-hmm. nation yeah and it's again super fucked up this country in many ways but i just find myself transitioning more from like fuck this country which honestly i was more like that in college as college kids do <laughs> like you do yeah and transferring much more into like upholding and upholding the good stuff mm-hmm. and making it so the bad stuff can't happen and that the bad people can't rot this country and its principles yeah the whole concept of democracy dying in darkness is uh, the whistleblowers at the heart of that yeah uh and to have them be protected somebody on twitter was like i was like they 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 have the right to be anonymous says who says the law the law says that they it's really hard to keep them anonymous though if it if it goes to trial but um you know the other thing about whistleblowers is once this whistleblower came forward who now we found out that they're a registered democrat and i'm sure that the republicans are going to run with that oh yeah this is the ukraine whistleblower not the irs whistleblower Mm -hmm. but once that ukraine whistleblower came forward i feel like it emboldened other whistleblowers to Mm -hmm. come forward and other officials in the white house who are aware of this uh hidey hole system a code word (laughs) classified system and uh, aware of what kinds of things were in them, you know, all these different officials reporting to the press, Washington Post, New York Times, like we happen to know there's a, a Mohammed bin Salman call in there. We know there's a Putin call in there. And then that story dropped about um, Trump telling the Russians in the Oval Office that uh, he doesn't care that Moscow interfered in our elections and because America doesn't anyway. Like those things are coming out now. And I think it's because of this one like super brave whistleblower that yeah. was willing to come forward and probably risk career like their career and also just their safety <clears throat> yeah they're, what what i heard that someone someone's offering fifty thousand dollars right to release the name of this person you know who that was no did you say it in the episode last yesterday no oh good okay <laughs> uh but you know what he he comes up again in hashtag oh shit hashtag Trending on Twitter today is Jacob Wool. No, <laughs> yeah. go the fuck away, dude! <laughs> oh my god! Apparently, he and Berkman had another failed press conference today uh, because he was claiming he had evidence of a recent long-term relationship between Elizabeth Warren and a 24-year-old former Marine bodybuilder. The pre- get it, girl. The uh, the press release said media <laughs> alert, media alert. Jack Berkman, Jacob Wool present bombshell witness evidence against Warren, conservative activist Berkman and Wool to be joined by former Marine who claims to have been in a long term relationship with the presidential candidate. These charges will shock the conscience of the nation. So. Wow. <clears throat> Shock the conscience, please. I'd like to see you try because none of this right now. Yeah. No one's conscious. Really? Conscience has been shocked by any of the shit Trump's done. No. So Wall has a, a track record of these failed press conferences. Uh, there was the Mueller <laughs> from his basement. The, the Mueller smear from last October when Berkman and Wall accused Mueller of sexual misconduct that fell apart as soon as journalists started asking questions about Wall's fake company, Surefire Intelligence. Uh, Surefire Intelligence was set up with Jacob's mom's phone number and had stock photo models used for bios of board members. Even Christoph Waltz was one of the board members. Uh, And no one showed up to that press conference at the prestigious Holiday Inn. 
including their accuser, who they said they would bring forward. And Berkman's fly was down the whole time. So that was fun. <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> and then, of course, uh, was Wool's Kamala Harris smear, where he tweeted that her parents were not born in the United States and she was raised in Canada. Great. Oh, wait. Okay. I was. I thought you were going to say Kenya. No. <laughs> I was like, oh, good. We're going back around it to that. It could have been Kenya, but they just spelled it wrong. <laughs> Um, and now they, I think they said Canada. Then we had uh, the Ilhan Omar conspiracy that she married her brother uh, to get him citizenship. Right. Berkman and Wool tried to hold a press conference about that at the 2019 Conservative Political Action Conference, but were asked to leave the grounds. So they went to a nearby hotel and staged the presser with a fake security guard who wore a single AirPod in his ear like it was some sort of communications device. Uh, then there was the fake death threats thing in Minneapolis, I think, where he like filed a thing with a, a fake... Um, against death threats yeah. with the police and took photos of it or something. Then the Buttigieg conspiracy where Wall and Berkman tried to cook up fake sexual assault allegations against Buttigieg. They held that press conference in Wall's driveway, uh, but by then their victim had already recanted the allegations. And here's the funny part. When they show the press conference, they were about to start it and a trash truck came, so they had to wait. And then the trash truck like left and then they started their press conference, and about five minutes into it, the, the trash truck came down the other side of the street, and they had to wait. <laughs> it's just so funny. They need, like, Stephen Miller to go to his house and just be like, listen, little buddy, I know you're trying to help, but you're just not ready for this amount of trolling. So why don't you just let the big dogs handle it, okay? Little buddy. And come talk to us in 10 years. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> This week, Wall and Berkman were going to hold another press conference to reveal the whistleblower's name. But when they held the press conference, they they said, they, "Womp womp, we can't, we are we're, we're unable to reach receive uh, excuse me reveal the name at this time." They they said they couldn't do it, uh, and it was in it was another one at where they were in the driveway, Jacob Bull's driveway in Pasadena. The neighbors just were out there just laughing at him. <laughs> Um, wasn't this guy charged with a felony crime in California in yeah, early I September? So. I thought there was a bench warrant out for his arrest. I I thought, like, why aren't, why aren't they showing up at his press conferences? He's putting out these mm -hmm. media alerts for these press conferences. You just show up to one of them and arrest him. You got a warrant out. There's an easy mm -hmm. way to find him. I've had this happen to me at comedy shows. <laughs> really? So, somebody will post a comedy show flyer. And they'll have a warrant out for their arrest, and the cops will just come and be like, hey, you got a warrant. Oh, my God. Yeah. They'll ask Man. me, like, hey, is so-and-so on this show? And I'm like, Jeez. I don't even, I'm not, I don't. <laughs> I don't talk to cops, man. <laughs> you back off. <laughs> but he's on the flyer and his picture's right there. His <laughs> yeah. name's right there. So they're like, oh, that's the guy. And I'm like, oh, bye. <laughs> Damn, that sucks. <laughs> so yeah, that's the Jacob Wool um, thing. That was his latest was with the whistleblower. He did, I think, offer $50,000 for the whistleblower's name. And that was part of that thing. He was like, we got it. We got it. Um, but th this new... Elizabeth Warren's bone in a 24-year-old marine bodybuilder kills me. Yeah. I saw a video of Elizabeth Warren today uh, getting trolled by a bunch of Trump protesters. I forget if she was like in a hotel or a mall or something, but she was walking, and then it's maybe 10 or 15 Trump people that are just yelling at her. <laughs> with, like, oh, go. I don't even know what they're saying. I was going to say go home, but <laughs> I don't know. I think they were saying go home. Or Pocahontas like, or something. Yeah. Some stupid shit. And she's just like waving really nicely at them, just walking by completely unfaced. She's 24 rocks. year marine bodybuilder on her arm. Yeah. Who's, who's that guy? Yeah, she rocks. <clears throat> yeah, but she was here so, in San Diego today. Yeah, that's right. That's where she's she was at. It's so weird too, like 
I feel like Trump is the first president to have a posse that always shows up in costume, like full blown costume. <laughs> like they all have, they all have like red, white, and blue sparkly hats on <laughs> at twelve p.m. with, with it's, it's like, like some weird convention in Reno. Yeah, you know? all the time, like all sequins. Yeah, it's like, dude, you don't have to do that. Maybe bring a sign, but you don't have to dress up. No one's asking you to do that. Doesn't make your point anymore. <gasps> it's I, so my weird. favorite is when like any Trump support, like a little Trump march uh, thing will happen, and some uh, like resistor will like like walk alongside him and play the tuba. And they're like, get out of here. And they're like, no way, man. <laughs> no, this is your music. <laughs> yeah, or like at a Proud Boys rally or something. <laughs> and they're like get out of here because it's just really funny and uh yeah they're just jerks man they drive those giant trucks with the extra exhaust pipes that make black smoke that really comes from nowhere have you seen that (laughs) yeah i don't even understand like one was driving down the street extra pollution one one was driving the street we had a sign in the back of it that said take that greta like the fuck is this really what you do with your spare time? <laughs> like, I'm going to troll Take a 16-year-old. Greta. Yeah. What do they lose from, like, those efforts? I really, aside from, like, maybe just coal, <laughs> aside from that, I don't, and whatever community is centered around coal. Dude probably works at Walmart. Yeah, I. <laughs> that's true. Oh, God. Do you know how much money those trucks must cost to deck out like that? Oh, yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting to them. I mean, I'm glad they don't think like this, but instead of spending thousands on their truck, they could just give thousands to like the fucking, what's that one? I don't know. Some conservative think tank, you know? Oh, yeah. If they're really using their brain. <clears throat> Freedom Fest. Yeah, exactly. They could get tickets to Freedom Fest. Mm-hmm. Or the RNC. Think about it. <laughs> you could save the planet and help <laughs> your favorite. Nah. I'm just kidding. Uh, don't not... please, if you're listening, do not donate to your... <laughs> to your conservative causes that doesn't help anybody but it is just so stupid it would, yeah it's so everything's so fucking stupid <laughs> yeah I love how you put your hand on your forehead you're like ow ow yeah it hurts yeah, and they bring their brain. kids to these like rallies that's these the fucking, saddest like, part gorilla theater rallies <laughs> that they're doing yeah they're like little 10 year old kids they're like, like yeah fuck you yeah. <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ fuck the earth yeah okay yeah, kid fuck you Greta <laughs> I'll fuck you up <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. it's 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 so not funny, but it's just so funny. Yeah, it really. is. I don't know how else to explain so it. It's so self defeating too for a child. Like, how sick is that? To like, it's God. It's yeah. bad. Which parent forced you to do this? Yeah, right. Hmm. I know. It's like there are other things that you can bond over, like John Bon Jovi or something. S- something. Go golfing. Mm-hmm. Sure. Miniature putt putt golfing. Sure. Make yeah. it easy for the kid. Go golfing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bowling. Mm-hmm. Take the skinheads bowling. <laughs> Take Is them bowling. Yeah, oh, that's funny. That's a good. That's a. It fits right in. Is that because bowling turns characters around or something? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. I don't imagine there's like a bowling skinhead re- skinhead rehab. Yeah, group. it is hard to be a Nazi in bowling shoes. I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Tuba, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got our episode title. <laughs> that, that's it. Um, 
Thank you guys so much for listening today. We really appreciate it. Um, thanks for all your messages of support. It's been really, really helpful to me and, and I know really helpful to Amanda and Jordan and everybody here. So I appreciate that. And please take care of yourselves. Do you have any final thoughts before I get to the take care stuff? Um, Kind of. My whole like rant about, you know, whatever sort of newfound patriotism I found in myself, I just want to make it very clear. We have pillars that are completely rotted especially within our justice system and there are so many injustices in this country still so i don't want anyone to think i'm like it's all pretty yeah that i'm thinking hey this is great let's just maintain what we have now and move on that's not what i'm saying i don't think anyone took it that way but just in case well as pelosi quoted the times have found us and right it's these kinds of when the pillars are rotted out from the, the bottom of the department of justice and there's massive rampant corruption in two and a half of the three branches um, you have whistleblowers and, yeah. and that's what we have and, and we cling on to them and uh, my hat's off to this to these whistleblowers because totally. it's hard it's really hard totally that's what was I mean we weren't even getting nearly as far as we needed to with Obama in power right fixing all of these horrendous injustices that were happening all throughout every state in America and across the globe honestly they were doing their darndest, you know, but now we had to put every amount of progress that we were working on on hold to try to literally save the fundamentals of our democracy. <clears throat> That's where we're at. Yeah. And that is why it's so important to, you know, take a minute, do a breathing exercise. Um, I learned one today where you, you, I can't remember what it's called, but you clench your muscles, like you start with your toes, you clench your toes and then release them and then clench your calves and then release them and you just go all the way up to your nose and your hands and stuff oh i felt a hundred thousand times better after that so maybe do that listen to some bon jovi take skinheads bowling whatever you need to do take care of yourself and take care of each other take care of the planet take care of your mental health that's really important these these days so uh i i really want to emphasize that one i've been ag i've been jordan coburn and them's the beans the daily beans is produced by ag featuring jaleesa johnson and jordan coburn and engineered and edited by mackenzie mazell and starburns industries our marketing manager is sarah lee steiner and our merchandising manager is sarah hirschberger valencia fact checking and research by ag jaleesa johnson and jordan coburn with executive assistance by amanda reader our music is written and performed by they might be giants our web design and branding are by joel reader with moxie design studios and our website is dailybeanspod.com <laughs>